Hi, friends. Welcome to Listen, Friend, the pop culture podcast where we share the opinions no one asks for. Everyone needs a friend who's loud about the things they love, and we are yours. I'm Brooke. I'm Amanda. Uh, <laughs> Why can't I, I hear just, my... I don't know. I only hear you once. I don't hear an echo. Okay, I like heard myself back just that one time when I said I'm Amanda. You want to do it again? No. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, hi, everybody. We're recording via the Zoom, like official people. I yeah. love how I am energetically saying that, well, as energetic as I am capable of saying the intro, and I'm like, literally, I have my head in my hands, and I'm like, <laughs> rubbing my eyes. I am yes. an actress, if nothing else. Um. Okay, so it's still Merry Christmas. Um, we are not together physically. <laughs> we broke up. <laughs> broke up. <laughs> you know, earlier when you were talking about going, we have a we have friends who are married to each other, and we were talking about going to dinner and hanging out with them. And I was like, the way that's going to look like a double date, I don't know that we should. <laughs> that's and then true. I was like, a hundred percent, do it anyway. I was going to say that's true, but like that specific dinner would be so fun. Oh, for sure. Um, also, uh, I can see myself because we're doing Zoom and I've never noticed how perfectly round my head is. Well, it's a, I'm just a kickball on a body. At least it's normal sized and not giant like my head. Your head's wonderful. Thanks. Okay. So Merry Christmas. Today we are celebrating the life of beloved old lady, Angela Lansbury. Um, I say that because I have never seen a, I mean until last night I had never seen a picture of her young and I don't know that that was really truly a time because mm-hmm. even when she was looking young she was looking a little old yeah that makes sense yeah for sure mm-hmm. still you know beautiful I mean? oh gorgeous but like just had had something about her that seemed old yeah her and Maggie Smith both have been old since birth yeah so true like I bet that like as little girls they look like old ladies a hundred percent they had to so we're celebrating her life um because she passed recently and we love her and you should love her too and we are also in doing so discussing a Christmas movie an underappreciated Christmas movie I think I agree it's one of my faves but first do we have any news Kirstie Alley passed away I'm upset I think I heard it was colon cancer. Sad. I just had no clue. There's all kinds of drama about some people that host Good Morning America that are like dating. I don't know what that is, but I keep seeing stuff about it. I can't keep so up with America. If anyone knows, let us, you know, let us yeah, know. Yeah, you know, let us know. Um. Also, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about Ashton Kutcher and an interview that he did with his twin brother, and they're both crying about their health issues or something. And I just yeah, that makes I love me it. And I want to be there for him. Right. And also, I'll, you know, I love his wife so much. I know. Um, Robert Pattinson and Suki Waterhouse are dating. And I just, if Suki Waterhouse doesn't just date every single man I've ever wanted to date, you know? Friend, they've been dating for years. Yeah, but they made their, like, red carpet debut. Like, this oh, is the- okay. It's like, they're, like, official in the public. The way that, as you were saying that, I was like, boo, that's not news. Well, it was news in that I now have this photo. That's not the best I've ever seen Suki look. I mean, no, but she's still beautiful. Also, I really um, didn't know that Justin Long and Kate Bosworth were dating until recently. Oh, I love it. I do, too. Yeah, no, I, like, weirdly am in, in love with Justin Long. I don't know, friend. Um, um, Tom Holland and Zendaya may be engaged. We're not sure. We hope that they are. A hundred percent. Um, in royal news, if anyone is like me and cares about that, um, William and Kate went to something earthy in. They've been in America this week. Um. And Kate wore this green dress and this, like, emerald choker and earrings. Did you see this? 
Mm-mm. She just, I mean, it's like bright green. Ooh, yeah. And like it, it's like off the shoulder and it was beautiful. It is beautiful. And then Harry and Meghan have a like docuseries coming out on Netflix, which just like makes me want to die. Um, yeah. But like, I'm going to watch. You know, I'm just kind of over them. I know. But I was never really under them either. I'm not. Mm -mm. We poured their tea in the harbor and that was the last I spoke of them. <laughs> you know, because I was there at the Boston yeah. Tea Party. Yeah. Uh, that's, I'm gonna make that my new thing is that I'm just gonna talk about historical events like I was there okay do it I'm gonna be like you know like when Nero was playing his violin or eating his cake or whatever it was Nero did when it Rome was burning I was like that was a really like a dick move of him <laughs> everybody's gonna be like you say like you went to high school with him and I'm like yeah I did I did um Emily in Paris if anyone cares about that new season comes out December 21st no, I still haven't watched the second season. You, you should. I know, but like I gotta finish. Um, if I don't quit calling this show the cutting edge, I have to finish spinning out, and then I gotta watch Wednesday. And um, ah, yes, I wanna watch Wednesday. I'm obsessed with with it, and I haven't even watched it yet. Like I just am. I love Jenna Ortega anyway. But can like, we start it? But like, can we watch it? But can we can we do it together? And can we also um do it after christmas yes thanks i'm just watching too much christmas content to start anything new right now i agree same okay um, wait i have one more thing to say yeah did you see that um thing that i sent you on instagram not yet um with sam claflin i don't think so it's called daisy <laughs> jones six oh daisy jones and the six that's the um i've read that book it's the same girl who wrote um maybe in another life that i talked about that stressed you out okay well they've made a mini series out of it that's gonna Can't be on that's gonna be in it okay well i didn't know he was gonna be in it but sam Claflin's <laughs> gonna be in it as so well yeah of course and then elvis's grandbaby is gonna be um in it too i think she's like the main girl Oh, good. Yes, I think she is. Um, I remember reading that. I saw it. I saw about it because Sam Claflin posted it. And then I also saw about it because Reese Witherspoon posted about it. Did I say Witherspoon correctly? Um, It sounded a little weird, but I think yeah, it's just it, it felt a little weird. Just, I don't think it's you. Um, No, I think I, it felt weird coming out of my mouth. So I don't think that I said it right. Anyway, she posted about it because I think that her production company hello sunshine or whatever is the one that is doing it, is. it. yes um but I, I sent it to you and i said do you know anything about this and then i said i'm obviously gonna watch because sam and all then also elvis's granddaughter is there and i'd like to support my baby's family when did you send this like an hour ago oh, okay i haven't been on instagram i was like wow that's a big um thing for me to have just missed it's okay but i'm excited and now that we know that timothy olifant's in it too Mm-hmm. What a time. Okay, that's all. Okay, cool. Um, I'm pumped about that. I like that book a lot. Um, I'm trying to think if I have a recommendation. I'm still just watching Hallmark. I haven't done anything. Um, if you wanna like, you know, pop to New York and go see Hugh Jackman and the Music Man, that's that's can be my pop culture recommendation. Yeah, Amanda just got back from New York. He was perfect and wonderful um and charming and adorable and um yeah can't say enough he was the cutest love that all right yep. ready to start yeah so when you like think about angela lansbury like what are the things like what comes to mind okay mrs potts yeah murder she wrote mm -hmm. bed knobs and broomsticks isn't that her yeah, yeah, yeah. But I okay, got scared. No, no, no. It's her, but I don't think I've seen it. Uh, it's been a really long time, and I think it's because to that's like her Mary Poppins. So yeah. my brain just associates. Um, I think I think that's it, and it's probably mostly murder she wrote because like I was watching that when I was seven, 
mm-hmm. know how I was like seven going on 77 mm-hmm. I was watching murder she wrote and mm-hmm. like literally on the weekends <laughs> so probably mostly that I love that for you I watched it a little bit but not a whole whole lot because you know the mystery and the murder isn't really and it girl girl sometimes she would cross over with Tom Selleck from Magnum PI and it would be like Jessica Fletcher and Matt and Thomas Magnum solving mysteries together and I'm like I can't think of two more different people no but like I bet they were cute together oh they were Tom Selleck is cute with anyone so sexy he is um yeah. okay I think about um Mrs. Potts yep grandma from Anastasia oh yeah Mm-hmm. and then mrs santa claus um which we'll talk about more in a minute but we can talk first about um angela in general um so i feel like it well and then i also do think a little bit of like some broadway kind of stuff but yeah so we can talk a little bit about her in general um so like Britt was saying she's been an old lady since she was born probably I'm really the oldest lady um she really is I mean, she, okay, so she passed away on October 11th at the age of 96. Um, so she was born um, in England, but she also has, like, citizenship in Ireland, which I don't hmm. really know how that works, but, you know. Was one England of her parents Irish? Maybe, I don't know. Um, but then, like, when she came here, she came came to America in... Like during World War World, gosh, I can't talk. World War Two, like b- to escape the Blitz. Mm-hmm. She like, like once she got to America, studied acting in New York, um, and then she went to Hollywood and she got a deal with MGM. So like all of the Hollywood Golden Age, like that era. Um, and so I guess since she passed away, she's and she was ninety six. Like, I feel like she's probably was one of the last ones that will have been alive oh that is upsetting she's one of the last ones for sure that's upsetting now i want i need like a list of who is still alive but i'm also concerned because i feel like it will be very small it's gonna i'll look at i'm gonna look into it while you're okay that hurts me um some notable um movies that she was in um are gaslight and the picture of dorian gray have you read that yes i love that book there's a quote from that that I'm obsessed with. Um. Oh, thank God we still have Dick Van Dyke. Oh, praise God, but he's so old. Don't don't speak it. <laughs> well, I just didn't know if there were more people to say from the list. Nobody like Dick Van Dyke so far is the most like recognizable name. None of the rest of these like most people would be like who. Will you send it to me and so I can see if I know any of them? Yeah. For sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, so picture of Dorian Gray, um, Gaslight, National Velvet. Um, I feel like National Velvet is like very known. Um, she was kind of seen as like a B-list star in a lot of her movies that she was in in that time, um, which probably is because she was like, an old lady in a hot young girl's body um, <laughs> but like in that what is it, in, in blue hawaii she plays elvis's mom in like the 60s and it's so weird because i'm like confused like it's confusing because it's like she looks young yet she's old and she's playing a mom and it's like okay but you look like you could be his sister but then also your energy is that of a 75 year old yet you're supposed to be approximately like 50 it's very confusing right um but anyway and then in the um like mid 60s um early to mid 60s she um kind of transitioned towards the stage um and was her first musical she was in was um a steven sondheim show so like casual the first one that she was in was a sondheim who's like literally the biggest deal um and she has been in lots of famous musicals um including Mame and Gypsy and The King and I um and then she like basically became a Broadway icon when she was um Mrs. Lovett and Sweeney Todd 
1979. Um, she then um, kind of went to the TV world and played your your fave Jessica Fletcher in Murder, She Wrote for like 12 uh, years. It's insane. Love Jessica Fletcher. Um, and then she has also done a lot of like family type movies like we mentioned Anastasia and Beauty and the Beast and Bedknobs and Broomsticks and things like that so um, I feel like that's also part of because she did truly I mean she has done truly everything you know like to have done like be a Broadway icon to be a part of like the golden era of Hollywood to have been on a very successful TV show for 12 years to have been like the voice character in and or acting in like several movies that are kind of like for children like that's so such a wide range um and I think that that's part of why like because it was such a wide range is why she's so like well known and remembered and why like people who are you know younger than us yeah like sad that Angela Lansbury is dead and also like people that are like in their 90s would be sad that Angela Lansbury said you know Mm -hmm. um don't have a whole 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 lot else to say um she I mean she's won like Academy Awards and Tonys and you know Golden Globes and all the things I'm just gonna try to find like the numbers for that hold on you know what my favorite thing she ever did was what talk about how Disney shouldn't have made a live action Beauty and the Beast she's my hero for that (laughs) she really did she's like I don't understand why you need to remake it it was already good the first time and she was like and I don't know why you got Emma Thompson playing Mrs. Potts I was like she said that Mm -hmm. she didn't she didn't call out Emma Thompson but it was a lot like I don't understand like why you need to recreate characters that are already like iconic like she basically called Disney out for just wanting more money and I'm like you're not wrong Angela Mhm. Mhm. Um okay, she won one Academy Award but was nominated four times. She won six Tony Awards but was nominated eight times. She won six Golden Globe Awards but was nominated 15 times. She didn't win an Emmy, which is a shame because she was nominated 18 times. That pisses me off. Murder she wrote mm-hmm. me. What did she win an Academy Award for? Was it Beauty and the Beast? Like did uh, she get the best picture like do they get a trophy say that again because uh beauty and the beast oh maybe it didn't win it was nominated for best picture at the oscars um in 94 three or one or I whatever think, i think that the one that so her not she was nominated for best supporting actresses and actress in gaslight picture of dorian gray and the manchurian candidate but mm-hmm. then she got like an honorary Academy, like a Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, okay. Um, in 2013. That makes sense. And then her Grammy nomination was for Beauty and the Beast. That makes sense. I don't understand how she was nominated literally every single year for Murder, She Wrote, and as for Best Actress, and she never won. I want to look at what won instead of her. Same. You know what I mean? Like, who beat Jessica Fletcher? I don't know. It's a shame. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Icon. Legend. 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 Okay, wait. Here's something sweet Um, that I really also, sorry, this is back to you saying that she said that she didn't care about Beauty and the Beast the live action because I also don't care I love that at baseline because I also don't care about it but I also like to think that like you know because she would have been like 90 when this movie came out or whatever and so I just love to think of her like being like I finally am actually the age that I've been feeling my whole entire life so (laughs) I have an excuse to say whatever the f I want because I'm just old and I can say whatever I want right I love that um so this is a quote um, about her from Lynn Cario? Carew? Do you know him? Mm-mm. 
I don't either. But anyway, he's like an actor and director. But he said um, about her, Ange is classy and elegant, warm and generous, but she's also tough and expects everyone around her to give their all. And as far as she's concerned, there is no challenge that can't be at least partially met with a cup of very strong Yorkshire gold. Working on the stage keeps her vibrant. A healthy regimen keeps her beautiful. What keeps her ageless is her immense curiosity, her exuberance for life, and her tremendous gift for holding on to joy. I love that. Isn't that sweet? It is. But I also was like, what keeps her, what did he say something about what keeps her useful or whatever, or ageless? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, in my brain, I was like, well, the fact that she was born 70 and <laughs> has just been catching up this whole time. I love uh, that, though. And I love her. Yeah. I do, too. Um, I think she was married a couple times, but just like Probably twice. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. on husband three, you know? <laughs> um she has some kids oh this is oh she says she was a self-professed homebody and she loved housekeeping because she was an old lady i know i love that friend can i just tell you the way you're like she's got some kids sounds it sounded through the computer at least like in um entangled when that really tiny old man from the snuggly duckling is like hella drunk and he comes out of the snuggly duck and he's like i got some dreams <laughs> she's got some kids honestly that's the energy that i have right now is is oh, that no. what that man is saying um this is cute they um this is like her one statement of, about her religious beliefs she said i believe that god is within all of us that we are perfect precious beings and that we have to put our faith and trust in that that's cute i love her Obviously, she's an icon. She's worked with literally everyone that has ever mattered also, which is fun. Also, apparently, like, everyone in her family is famous as well because you can, like, really? click on you can click on all of their na oh, names. <laughs> like, this is her family, and you can they all have Wikipedia pages. Huh. Like, cousins, why. aunts, and nieces, and brothers. Cool. What? Her grandfather... George Lansbury was a British politician and social reformer who led the Labour Party from 1932 to 1935. He spent his political life campaigning against established authority and vested interests, his main causes being the promotion of social justice, women's rights, and world disarmament. Wow. Wow. That's for his time. Bef yeah. And also, cool. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I think that's all I have to say about her, her life. Do you have any, anything to add? No, I just love her. And, like, honestly, I, like, here's the thing about me. Uh, the only thing I really want to say about Angela Lansbury is, like, you know, my, my whole personality is just made up of fictional characters that I found along the way. And so, like, at least, at least, like, 14 to 17% of my personality is Jessica Fletcher. Just riding her bike through, uh whatever town in Maine it was solving mysteries with Mr. Cunningham cute and um you know what's Mr. Cunningham's name mm. Tom Bosley he played Mr. Cunningham oh, yeah. on Happy Days and he's the sheriff on um at least the first few seasons of um Murder She Wrote I love him I love him too and I love her rest in peace I was upset um, when I when that text came through that she was no longer with us. It's been a lot of them. It was like, wasn't it like her and Loretta Lynn were like very, it was very close in time. Yeah. The I should have known when like truly our introduction to the year 2022 was the loss of Queen Betty White. Yeah. I should have known we were in for some damn foolishness. Mm-hmm here yeah. we are yeah here we are um okay so let's transition to talking about this movie starring queen angela Ugh, um yeah. okay so this is like i mentioned this is um like probably the first thing honestly that i think about when i think about her like i think about mrs potts pretty quick and i think about anastasia grandma pretty quick but i think i think about mrs santa claus first because it's like her face too you know like it's yeah it's, it's not just her voice right um 
This so, is a very formative movie for you too, right? Yes. Like you brought yes, it up so, last Christmas too on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. It's like one of my, it's like I watch it almost every Christmas. So I had it on, I like I had it and like can picture my VHS of this movie. So I'm assuming that it was just like something that my either mom or grandma saw in the store and thought I would like and they bought it um and then I remember seeing it on tv like occasionally uh it's a made-for-tv movie um but yeah so I like grew up watching it and um it's a musical and you know your girl loves a musical I was what I was thinking last night when we were watching it I was like honestly it couldn't be like super lasting but like it could be it, it's not like it could be on Broadway for a super long amount of time but like it could be a musical that I feel like could be done and be successful in like regional theater productions mm-hmm. you know I feel like in schools too yeah yeah for sure um so the um movie was made in um 1996 and it's like a made-for-tv movie that aired on CBS and I mean literally the whole the it's basically the Angela Lansbury show. Like she is, the movie's called Mrs. Santa Claus and it's all about her. And the cover of it is literally her, like just her. And it says Angela Lansbury, Mrs. Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks fantastic. Yeah, she looks on so the cover. Great. Yes. This is how much money CBS spent on this movie, which. Is that a hundred? Yes. 11 million. Is that. That's what I'm like. Am I doing math right? Six zeros is a million. They spent eleven million dollars on this. Reindeer ain't cheap, I guess. <laughs> like that, I, you know about true. nine million of it was probably Angela's paycheck. Honestly, probably part of like how it it was like a Hallmark Entertainment production, but aired on CBS. Mm-hmm. Which I don't understand how all that works, but whatever. I think CBS had a deal with Hallmark for a while because Hallmark has not always had a channel. Like, the channel is still relatively young. Yeah. Well, and, like, I remember, I feel like maybe where, like, I would see it occasionally on TV when I was not, like, four, but when I was, you know, like, maybe, like, 10 would be, like, Hallmark playing it. Yeah. Sometimes before Hallmark was, like, we can't play anything other than our 40 Christmas movies premieres and every other premiere that we've ever had that is this specific type of Christmas movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, But it was, like, billed as, like, a big deal because it was, like, this is the first, like, original made-for-television musical since Rodgers and Hammerstein did their made-for-TV Cinderella in 1957. Mm, I didn't um, that. that's cool yeah um so basically let's talk about the plot a little bit um it's set in december of 1910 um and mrs santa claus is um trying to convince santa um she kind of has all this stuff where she basically talks about how she's like oh sorry zoom just gave me a notification but it it was because i was raising my hand <laughs> <laughs> like, like, do you want to speak yeah sorry that was weird um so basically she has this whole little thing where she's talking about how like she it shows her just being very supportive like with the elves and like making sure everything runs behind the scenes and like giving santa his cocoa and like doing everything that santa needs to like be ready for the big night or whatever and like she has all these ideas and things but like she's not necessarily like listened to by santa and um she never actually gets to like experience everything that she is behind the scenes helping to do if Mm -hmm. that makes sense Mm -hmm. um so specifically what kind of like starts the movie off is that she has like this new kind of like map course charted out for him for him to try you know doing his going around the world and um on christmas eve but he kind of like brushes her off or whatever And so she is like, okay, like, whatever, I'm gonna go out myself and try this. Like, you do it every year. Like, I'm gonna try, whatever. And she says, like, something specifically in one of her songs about, like, tired of being the woman behind a great man. And I was like, aren't we all? (laughs) Um, 
so she goes out takes the sleigh all the reindeer um and there's like a storm or something or some wind i don't know but then she ends up being like oh dang like we gotta we gotta land and when they land it's like a rough landing because like you know she's not used to driving the sleigh and um cupid gets a hurt leg so she um where they landed was in new york city um and so um she sees a stable and takes cupid to the stable because she's like you know horse reindeer same thing um and so um he has to like stay to recover the little stable boy marcello um is gonna like help out or whatever and we immediately love him because he's just a precious angel um so then some uh so he takes her she's like okay well i don't know where i don't have anywhere to stay so he knows this lady who has a boarding house um her name is deborah wiseman uh -uh, mm -mm, mm -mm. hold on um mrs lowenstein deborah wiseman the actress deborah wiseman is the actress that plays her <laughs> okay. um mrs lowenstein um and she's a jewish immigrant and she has a daughter named sadie who um, likes to go out and stand on her soapbox about um, women's rights. Um, and Marcello has a big old crush on Sadie. He does. Um, and she just thinks that he's annoying because he's just always trying to like be sweet and um, what's the word? Chivalrous and like precious and wonderful to her. And she's like, I'm literally yelling about how like, we don't need men get away from me. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's also a little girl that stays at the boarding house, her and her father. Um, and her name is Nora. Basically, the way it, that works, which I'm like, does this make sense? I don't really know. But the storyline for Nora is that she and her dad came over from Ireland and her dad's working. And um, her mom and baby brother are still in Ireland. So her dad's like working to save money to like bring mom and baby over. Which I'm like, does this make sense? Like, would the dad actually bring the little girl with him? Or would the dad just go make money, then the mom and kids come over? You know? Um, I could, uh, probably that. But I could also see where, like, like maybe he already had enough money for two. And so he's like, well, if, she's com if she comes, she can work. And also, because, you know, they were letting infants work. And well, some right. they still let them do. Yeah. So, so that's something else too with Nora. She um, work, gets her a little job at um, a toy factory um, called Tavish Toys. And that's run by this man named Augustus P. Tavish, um, who is played by Terrence Mann. And he straight up gave me nightmares um, when I was a child from this movie. Um, but yeah, so he sucks. He... Um, is like the children work in like very poor conditions. They're super duper cold um, all the time. And the product, like he, his, he's very much about like quantity, not quality. Like he wants like his whole theme or whatever, like motto, I guess for the kids is that the toys only have to last till Christmas. So like he doesn't care if it falls apart the minute a kid touches the toy. It's just that it gets sold and that lots of them get sold so that he makes more money. So Miss, she goes by Mrs. North while she's there because obviously she doesn't want everybody to know that she's Mrs. Claus. And she gets very involved in these social causes, specifically Sadie with her like women's rights, women's right to vote. Um, so she kind of helps her with that. She gets involved with the kids um, and like them fighting for better working conditions and um, like more um, quality work um so that's really sweet all those little stories are sweet we see marcello and sadie's little romance um and then it's also like about i almost said mr claus <laughs> santa <laughs> um like at first at first he didn't even realize she was gone like it was like she was gone for two days and he didn't even notice until one of his elves, his head elf, tried to like make cocoa, and he's like, "This is disgusting." This is did Mrs. Claus make this? And he's like, "She hadn't been here for two whole days, and he didn't even know." Um, and then he realizes, like, you know, how much he misses her and all of that stuff. Um, and then once the reindeers, and she's worried that she's not going to get the sleigh and the reindeer back in time for Christmas, but every of course everything works out just fine. Um, but yeah, 
So, um, first of all, um, some things I jotted down when we were watching it. Um, I think all of the whole, like, um, women's rights and suffrage stuff was really fun. Um, and I specifically like when she, like, everybody, like, rolls their eyes at Sadie when she's just, like, standing there yelling at them on a soapbox. Um, and so, and she's so frustrated and, like, no one's listening and whatever. And so then Mrs. Claus, like, basically tells her, well, like, a lot of, you know, most people don't like to be shouted at. Mm -hmm. so have you thought about like talking to them um so then it's like this whole little montage of them like going around to all these different ladies and just like basically having a conversation with them um Mm -hmm. and saying like well hey like you make all of these decisions how about how to run your household so like don't you think you should have other opportunities to make other decisions and like your voice be heard in other ways too um so I thought that was cool and I liked that um the way that that played out yeah um I always cry about um Nora and her mom being in Ireland and Nora's like a little like um kind of she's like a little troublemaker because you know her she's doesn't really have a parent around um but she's super sweet when she talks about her mom um and that makes me cry same we both cried at that yeah because she's the way she specifically talks about like she's talking about her like describing her mom and she talks about her freckles and then she like specifically like describes like two freckles she has like under her whatever eye you know like it's just sweet um and then the only other thing that um I wanted to point out was that um I also cry and I don't haven't thought it out enough really probably to get all into it but like there are parts about um like Mr. and Mrs. Claus that in their whole like relationship dynamic in it that make me cry too (laughs) yeah listen I got upset because I don't want to see Santa be a bad husband I think (laughs) I don't think Santa's a bad husband um necessarily but I think he's just busy and like they said something about like you know after 100 years blah 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 and I was like I do like that it's like oh yeah after being married for 50 years like you don't appreciate each other and the things that you do for each other and whatever you just fall into routine and I just think it's smart whoever was like I wonder what Mr. and Mrs. Claus's marital dynamic is you know <laughs> like who thought of that? um and then thought out like what it might would be like if that was a real thing you know like and like applying normal real life marital difficulties to Mr. and Mrs. Claus like I just think that's smart and funny yeah it is it's just like as I was sitting there I was like I trust Santa more than I trust most of the men that we talk to on a day-to-day basis <laughs> and I just don't want reasons to doubt him yeah yeah I think he learns though and then he is so sweet at the end mm-hmm. um but it's it's sweet and also like who was like I wonder like what all Mrs. Claus would do like what her roles would be you know like because in my brain, I don't think I, aside from this movie, would think about what Mrs. Claus would do. Like, I wouldn't really think she would do much, you know? <laughs> but, like, okay, so to that point, first off, the only time I ha- I think I've ever even, like, obviously I'm aware that, like, Mrs. Claus is a character mm-hmm. in, in the Santa lore. lore. Mm-hmm. but in my brain, I've never really, like, even when she's in, like, A Year Without a Santa Claus, which... Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about how that movie messed me up. No, um, I, I feel like if I went back and watched it now, it would be great. But um, I think I truly, I think I told you this the other night and like, this may be a weird route to go in this episode, but we're doing it. I feel like my first ever like air quote trauma, mm-hmm. like truly the first one rooted back to like, the unfortunate um truth about Santa Claus that I don't even like speaking even now at 30 Mm -hmm. so (laughs) I think when I saw that movie for the first time it was when I was like figuring that out Mm -hmm. and so in my brain it is like associated with trauma so I don't watch it I feel the same way about like other specials like there are movies like the recess Christmas special starts out a lot like miracle it's literally called miracle on third street 
and it's like them telling Mikey that Santa's not real and then like at the end you find out he is and he's been like a character in the thing the whole time but like in my brain I was like how dare they say Santa's not real I will never watch this again mm-hmm. so um anyway that's my mental illness but <laughs> um, the one thing that I like picked up on that I really liked was the fact that I have never thought about other than like I don't think I finished my thought a second ago the only time that I've really like seen her be like a main character or like important to the origin story is in um Santa Claus is coming to town the claymation where she's beautiful Um, yeah Jessica oh okay wait I feel like maybe we've talked about this before but like young Santa Claus in the claymation year or he's a snack right yeah for sure <laughs> i can't believe i just said that out of claymation god that's worse than an animation <laughs> anyway so like that's the only time i've ever been like yeah that's jessica she used to be a school teacher and now she's married to santa claus and they've been you know kicking it for like 900 years mm-hmm. um and she's his wife and like that's the only thing that i think mm-hmm. about so, like, in, in my brain, like, in the Santa lore, I've never been, like, I wonder what Mrs. Claus is doing, you yeah. know? So, to that point, I liked how in the very beginning when she's, like, dropping off his mail or whatever, and she's, mm-hmm. like, look at so-and-so, like, mailed you again or wrote you another letter or something, something, something. And then she's, like, is there any, like, mail in there for me? And then I got sad. Am I going to cry? Who knows? <laughs> I got sad because I was, like, nobody writes Jessica Claus a letter. Jessica Kringle, whatever her name is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her name, what was her name in this? Anne? Anna? Anna. Anna. Mm-hmm. Which I like because I feel like Jessica, I feel like is a reflection of like Jessica being a new popular name when um that was made, you know? Mm. Whenever, what year was that made? The 60s, early 60s, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like Anna is a very like classic name um and I feel like there's versions of Anna in like every language and Mm -hmm. you know um I feel like it's like a universally classic name um so I like that but yeah yeah no one writing letters for like that's that's the part I was just like golly like yeah like she loves him so much and she supports him and she like does all of these things to help him it must really suck though that she gets zero credit Mm mm-hmm the way I was like, should I go write a letter to Mrs. Claus? And then I mm-hmm. had to remember that I am 30. And stamps mm-hmm. be costing money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that. Nice touch. Oh, sorry. Santa Claus is Coming to Town was 1970, not the early 60s. Okay, well, also, again, makes sense that her name would be Jessica. Oh, wait. I was going to say, too, when you were, like, talking about how when she brings him his letter, she's like, so-and-so, whatever, again. You know, like, new that to that also and dang i'm gonna cry about that too uh, <laughs> do you think fact- that we will ever have a christmas season where we don't cry about santa claus on this podcast no honestly i literally said that last night i was like we're gonna talk about him every year and we're gonna cry every time we cried um, about him in the car the other night yes like it's not okay um, maybe next yeah. year for an episode we will sit down with that and we will talk about what it is that we are so traumatized by <laughs> of Santa. I can't, I can't get into it right now. I want to. I have idea. Like I'm truly like I'm sitting here. I'm like, why is this such a thing for me? Because literally I'm... there are there are times that when I think hard enough about it, I'm still shook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like just upset. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's just I think it's um it's not it's about what it represents like are you okay sobbing everyone needs to know that I am operating on like four to six hours of sleep for the past almost week now and I'm I just in a time of the month if you know what I mean Mm -hmm. sorry continue no you're fine I just think it is um I might cry too I think it is about what it represents like that is like like probably the most like pure thing about childhood is this like blind belief that like you know in magic I guess 
And so, like, losing that, like, I don't think people really, well, most people are not like me and they don't think about things like this, but, like, I don't think people realize how much they lose when they lose that. Mm-hmm. Like, when you find out. Um, <laughs> when, <laughs> when you find out that, like, there is no Santa Claus, you're like, okay, so there's no Santa Claus, so there's no magic, so, like, maybe there's not, like, maybe not everybody gets, like, a happy ending, like, Mm-hmm. Like, I think that is, like, the one thing that's, like, it's, like, the gateway mm-hmm. heartbreak. Yes. Gosh, now I'm thinking about it. It's literally, like, a like a childhood ending. It is. And it's thing. also, I think, like, it also makes you be, like, okay, so, like, my parents just pulled the longest con on me of all time. And so, like, not only is there no magic, but also my parents are effing liars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if they're lying yeah. about this, what else are they lying about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it truly is. It's like the gateway heartbreak yeah. of yeah. adult reality. And re- yep. Like, real- like, truly, like, to this day, reality is probably, like, the thing I hate the most. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, reality is hard yeah and it's like I don't know also let me tell you something that is the quickest way for a child to get bitch slapped by me it's just for another child to like sit there and tell like if child a goes up to child b and was like hey I just want you to know there's no Santa Claus the way I will jack that child up (laughs) like no I just I don't know I can't don't take that from other people you know Mm -mm. Mm mm-mm Okay, wait, I don't even know if I finished my thought earlier. I Sorry, crying. you probably didn't. It's okay. Um, So the part where you're talking about like her um, wondering about or asking about the kids and knowing about the kids or whatever, like that part is so sweet. And then that ends up like being kind of a big part of the storyline later, yes. mm-hmm. um, which is cool that they kind of circled that back around. Um, But also that, you know, like that would be just like, a normal marital dynamic too of like I'm sure that like when I get married one day I will tell my husband all about the crazy stuff that my kids do mm-hmm. at work and then he would probably ask me like hey did that, that kid blah 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 today you know like yeah um so I thought that was cool and then I also little things that they kind of like inserted um that were kind of clever um so like she at one point like goes down a chimney or whatever because she's like kicked out of a building and it's like she's not supposed she's like locked out or whatever she's not supposed to be there so she goes down the chimney and then she says like always wanted to try that or you know like things like that Mm -hmm. or like this the santas that would stand on the street corner she would like walk up to him and like wrap a scarf around his neck and be like can't catch cold babe or whatever and then like keep going so like that was cute um yeah how how they did funny little things like that um but yeah it's a cute movie it's sweet yeah it is sweet and I liked it that was the first time I'd ever seen it I had not even heard of it until last year when you brought it up um yeah I don't know why it's not more known I guess just because it was like made for tv but um I don't know um I'll just try to tell more people about it every year (laughs) yeah well I mean you can watch it on YouTube so it's not like you have to buy it or anything Mm -mm. trying to see if I have any more notes oh I liked the quote at the end actually I think it was a whole song but (laughs) where she says as long as you love one another you'll have the best Christmas of all yeah I liked that too (laughs) a lot but then I started thinking about it and I almost was like but but I also like part of me was like yes Mm-hmm. But then I was also like going along with the whole like reality of Santa not being a real thing. I was like, oh gosh. I was like, there are families though that like are kids or families now or adults or whatever that could would hear that and be like, I love so and so, but like this is still gonna suck. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, yes, a hundred percent. Like that is obviously like loving one another is not gonna guarantee you like a perfect Christmas or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think it also boils down to like the, I think the, the building blocks of Santa, the idea of Santa is like love, mercy, 
I really want to expand upon this like next year. Yeah, we can. I'm going to try to find it. We don't have to put this in the podcast, but I I want to find um when my sister like I remember she was so worried about like telling her girls about Santa because mm-hmm. she was like they love him so much and they have no idea like yeah. and so she like found some letter thing um explaining it mm-hmm. I've the- I've read it and it makes me sick in the emotional way <laughs> yes I know exactly what you're talking about and yeah it hurts me deeply maybe honestly that could be like what what we kind of use as our discussion point for mm-hmm. the the way I week. almost want to scrap Christmas commercials and do this next week instead I mean we can <laughs> can't wait to cry it's just us drowning in our own tears yeah it was really sweet movie oh, and I love it let me say this too I my favorite song in the whole thing um I love all of it I love all the songs um but my favorite one is Sadie and Marcello's song mm-hmm. um, about how opposites attract. Yeah, um, I like that one. It's very cute. And um, the whole thing is like her naming off. Um, we're like, and it's like completely things that just don't go together. And that's, well, that's the name of the song is we don't go together at all. <laughs> um, but then by the end of the song, they're like, but I like this about you. And I like this about you, you know? Um, yeah. And so, at the end, they say something about opposites attract. So it's just very cute. Yeah, I liked that one. Okay, close this out. <laughs> okay. Uh- <laughs> okay, wait. But what do we want to do next week? Do we want? We were gonna do Christmas commercials, but now do we want to like talk about our feelings about Santa? I kind of think we should. Okay, just because I don't we, like- know that it's fresh, and I don't know that we can like hang on to it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'll probably bring back up the yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus, even though I cried through it last year. But God, mm-hmm. that letter is so freaking good. Mm-hmm. We're going to go in. I can't wait to cry. Should this be our first Real Talk episode? Real yeah. Talk Santa. <laughs> real Talk Santa. Yeah. Um, real Talk, the loss of youth and everything magical. Yes, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Are you down? I'm down. I'm down. I'm bad. Okay. Well, next week we'll be talking about Santa Claus and probably crying. Come with us, please. But like, we'll make it funny too. I can't <laughs> like, I, I'm have like ideas are running rampant in my head. I cannot wait. Um, okay. This has been great. We loved Mrs. Santa Claus. Um, loved that. Love Angela. Love Murder, She Wrote like rate review subscribe do all the things but be nice about it or if you ain't gonna be nice drop a pin and square up um okay cool well we will y'all will hear us next week when we're squalling about uh santa (laughs) all right thanks for listening bye bye